I think if you're going to run 80K, you might as well do it on an egg hunt on a tropical island with big fat stone heads. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Do they play the Rolling Stones? I don't know. Probably. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Hi, this is Harrison McMillan, and I'm a big-ass runner from the great state of North Carolina, home to the original dill pickle and Texas Pete hot sauce. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here are your hosts, the absolutely fantastic Jeff Harrell and the guru of gear and gadgets, Stephen Pritt. Man, I feel like Harrison knows us very, very well, Stephen. Yeah, I would say that. And he's got a great radio voice. He does. I'm a little jealous, honestly. Yeah. Well, Harrison, thank you so much for doing that introduction. You did amazing. Congratulations on your new Vander jacket, too. We saw that on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you're sporting a nice new one. I like it. Yeah, welcome to the Vander Jacket family. We love ours. I know that much. Yeah. Well, great job. And thank you so much for doing that. And keep up the great work that you're running out there, Harrison. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner. Stephen, this is episode number 27. Yes. I can't believe it. It's already number 27. And we're approaching into what is this? February, right? Great month. You know who was born in this month? Um, the groundhog from, from, the, uh, from the movie. I think that's right. I think also Abraham Lincoln might have been. Oh, that's I feel right. Like he was. What, is that where we had President's Day? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and uh, one of one of the co-hosts of this show was born in February. What? What? It's your birthday? Not my birthday today, but it's my birthday month. So I celebrate all month. Why not? Right. You and the Groundhog Day and Valentine's right. Day. Just it's a month of love, honestly. It, it actually is probably the worst month in terms of weather, but it's the greatest in terms of birthdays. Well, I mean, that's a great thing too, because I I feel like all the holidays are done and so they can just put all their focus and attention on you. That's true. Yeah. January was New Year, everyone was excited. March, you started getting spring break and all that stuff. February, kind of in the middle. So let's just celebrate Jeff. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I've got mine in December. Too much competition. I mean, it's, it's a lot of competition. It's a lot of competition. So, well, so happy true. birthday, Jeff. We'll have to celebrate. Well, thank you very much. Well, I'm Jeff Harrell. And I'm Stephen Pritt. We are so excited about this show, Stephen. We have lots of great segments planned. We have a new one called, man, I'm so excited about this one. Yeah. It's called Ask the data scientists. Yeah. So this one, um, we will talk about a little bit more, but it's a brand new segment that's going to be really helpful. And our data scientists are thrilled about this. So we hope that you guys will enjoy it as well, too. They're a little nervous because they are introverts. Yeah, and that's why we're going to kind of be the front men that we'll we'll do the talking right. for them. That's right. But um, but they have been working hard, and we've we've told you know what your job is at stake, so don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Other than that, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure than that. Well, we also have what a lot of folks consider their favorites, and that is Marcy Baser later in the show. Yeah, we brought Marcy back first time for the new year, and she's got some great things to help you guys out with trail running. Believe it or not, she brings her like like she does every time she definitely brings her a game yes but steven before we get on with the show we did want to talk about something because our bandera experience is pretty fresh in our mind we mm -hmm. were able to run an aid station so we got a huge sample size of what runners love and don't love at aid stations and i think most people know but if you don't if you're new to the show we released our bottom five aid station food several months ago yep so with this fresh data <laughs> that we've been compiling right we wanted to revisit that list because i think we probably have a few changes 
Yeah. So before, as Jeff mentioned, we, we it's on Instagram, and we'll we'll probably repost it so people can see. We came up with the bottom five. I think after doing some collection of this data and really evaluating runners, talking to them and chasing them as they're running out of the barn, asking them, <laughs> <Chasing them. laughs> "What do you think about that? And how, what can we change the recipe?" No, just kidding. Um, like, what, what do we want? I, I think we have some conclusive data that will really inform maybe just a revised bottom five. I think so. And we know that this is kind of season. A lot of you guys are listening to us while you're running and you're training for a race that's coming up. I mean, a lot of us have races that, thank goodness, are real live races that are happening. We've been seeing you guys on Instagram. So this is more like a public service. As you kind of get to these aid stations, we're just going to give you that data in advance. So you can skip right over some things. Yeah, I mean, baseball has money ball. Football has analytics. This is what we're bringing to trail running. That's so true. Yeah. Well, as a reminder, here's what was on the bottom five. We actually had the bottom five and a bonus. Yeah. So the bottom five was this. Very controversial at the top of the list was the Oreo cookie. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I, ha- I have some things to say about that, too. I think, I think we both do. Uh, we've changed our mind, I think. I've, uh, I've, I've taken a few uh, hits on that one over, over the last several months. <laughs> you got a little beat up. I see the bruises are healing. They're but still you're, there. You're They're still better. there. So the Oreo cookie, the pickle... We'll talk about that here in a second. Pretzels was number three. Mm-hmm. Number four was bananas. Yep. Number five, gels. Yes. And then our bonus was sausage. And I think of the six, Stephen, half of those we are going to delete from the bottom five after, again, taking all this into consideration, our own testing, our own observations, we're going to change our bottom five list. Yeah, we had little clipboards and we were counting every single thing that people were taking. So I think this is this is data that you can trust. I know in, in a world of fake news and data that's hard to find, this is straight from the horse's or ass's mouth. The big asses. The big asses mouth. So Jeff, what, what are some of the ones that you think that, that should stay? I think the ones that should stay, pretzels should stay. Now, I realize our race was during a little bit colder weather, right? but pretzels were not touched. The entire two days we were in the barn That's true. pretzels did not get touched not a single sampling of pretzel was made i think pretzels stay on the list here's why we put it on the list in the first place when you're running a race i don't care if it's hot or cold you're dry you are you're de- you're nearing dehydration you're trying to stay hydrated but what you don't need is a sahara desert of pretzel in your mouth yeah, we could have had little cups of sawdust, and it probably would have been the exact the same, same thing. experience. We we literally had boxes and boxes left over to just point without exaggeration. They were not touched. I mean, no, they were so stale by the time we left. And like, hey, no, nobody, nobody likes pretzels. I don't care. And if you like pretzels, I'm sorry, you're in the point zero 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 percent. At least while running, I like pretzels fine. Maybe if I'm having a nice, you know, adult beverage or something, but not during a race. Yeah, I agree. That one stays in the pantheon of nah, yep. not going to happen. Not, not happening. The second one I'm going to keep on the list, see if you agree, Stephen, is, and we cut these up for people. They just didn't take them, and that's bananas. Oh, I thought you were going to say cheese. Um, <laughs> we didn't cut the cheese. Well, Timmy time. Dude. Right, yeah. Yeah, bananas, again, we had a whole box of them. We had these things cut in half, ready, like ready to peel, you know, whatever, whatever you needed. And again, not one touched. And you nope. think... 
okay, potassium, cramping, all those kinds of things. We could have made banana bread out of that we stuff. <laughs> banana pudding. We could have made banana splits. <laughs> yeah. Monkeys would have had a field day in there. And I think there is some, I don't know, again, not to get into too many details, but there could be some beacons of light issues. I agree. With, with bananas in a race. So Either I think- direction. Sometimes it stop, stops progress, and sometimes it, it causes progress to happen too quickly. Yeah. It's too much of a variable when you're in that kind of a race. You, you just need to, you need to get, stay focused. And then the third one I will keep on the list to see if you agree. I think you will, Stephen, is gels. Yeah, I, I agree. We, we did have gels and sorry for whoever the sponsor was. And they are a lot of them out there. I, I just, you know, there's only actually one brand of gels that I like that I think Same. are really good. And I, yeah, I think, I think I introduced you to them. It's the spring energy gels. And those things for me, they taste amazing. They go down easy. They don't even taste like gels and I have no stomach issues. Anything else, it just is no good. And it's too much. We had boxes of this stuff. I don't think it's just that brand. People grabbed a few, but I could you could tell it was almost like if I get really desperate at some <laughs> point, I might need this, and so I'll throw it in my bag or throw it in my vest or whatever. But no one was actually taking them. No, no, and I don't think I ever saw anybody even eat one. I think it was no. to your point. It's like if I get lost in the woods and it's going to be like Tuesday morning. At least I'll have a gel on me. Exactly. That, that was more of a security blanket or a desperation move. It wasn't like, oh, awesome. I have some gel. Let me yeah. just down one of these and I'll be I'll be good to go. Well, when you have real food, there's no reason for a gel at that point. Yeah, you get more calories and something else. Okay, so here we go to the three that we will now remove from the bottom five list, Stephen. This is going to be probably music to a lot of people's ears. I think we, we, need to, we definitely need to recant on this too. I think after having seen it live in action, I think... We, we definitely need to take a look at this. And Stephen, we are the kind of podcast that when we're wrong, we'll admit it. Which very rarely happens. Hardly ever. <laughs> Never. Happens. But this one time we'll make an exception. We had to go back and listen and make sure we even said it wrong. Right. We did. We did. The Oreo cookie does not deserve to be in the bottom five list. We have changed our tune on this one. I think originally what we said was they tend to be a little bit dry and you get that cookie crumb around the edge of your mouth. It looks like you've been eating dirt. Or hit by a bug, you know, in your grill. Right. Exactly. But we are changing our tune here. The Oreo cookie was a favorite. It was. And we found ourselves eating a few as well, just to keep our energy up. Yeah, we wanted to sample them to make sure that they were good for the runners. And here's the thing, guys. It wasn't even double stuff. It was just Just regular stuff. Just regular stuff, single stuff, whatever you want to call it. It literally flew off the table. It did several times. (laughs) The other one I think I would keep is pickles. Now, pickles is a little bit controversial because I think originally what we said is it's a very strong flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you're in an aid station, there are things that tend to, at least for my palate, are a little bit easier to eat. Right. But we witnessed, we had whole, by the way, we had whole pickles that we had to cut up. Right. So you had these big chunks of pickle. <laughs> and we cut it up as probably as fine as we could, but they weren't pre-sliced, which I've seen a lot at aid stations. Right. And so they had to take this big chunk of pickle and eat it, and they did. And those those pickle chunks went really quickly. Yeah. There was no Cuisinart to slice these things no. in a nice orderly fashion, but... Yeah, pickle, pickle juice. I mean, it flew. It really was. People would just eat them. In fact, one of the elite guys, if I remember correctly, Jeff, ran through the barn, almost stopped, 
turned around and said, you have pickle juice or pickle. It was Ryan, the guy that won. Yeah. And he, I, I mean, clearly, I think that's why he, he of did. Of course, that's why he won. He won. <laughs> You're welcome, Ryan. Um, <laughs> and grabbed some pickle juice for pickles and then took off again. I think I think we were we might have been a little bit incorrect on that one. We too. were incorrect. We're, again, we're, we're able to admit our mistake on that one. And then the third one I would take off the list, it was our bonus. We said sausage because when you're in a long run like that, again, we were at mile 20 or or 52, depending on what race you're running. Sausage can be a little bit upsetting to the stomach. It's just a lot to take on. There's a lot of grease perhaps, but you know what? Sausage was a key ingredient to the Chapa special yep. and people loved it. Yeah. And we, we actually brought our own bacon and we had sausage and that's true i forgot about the bacon we ran out of both of those so this one jeff here's 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 my take on it though we had it in our bottom five bonus but honestly i feel like the way that we made it we almost kind of like resurrected it like we did it to favor we marketed it we put it in a place of prominence we put it with its friend broth and mashed potatoes and I think we kind of rescued it from the bottomless pit and made it into the top five. I, I think that's what really what we did. You know what they say in the cooking world, Stephen? What? We, we elevated it. Oh, we elevated it. We elevated it. sausage. Oh, I thought you were going to say if you're looking, it ain't cooking. But I think that's a better one. <laughs> we definitely elevated So if we've removed two from our list, plus we moved, removed our bonus, but we need to at least replace two. So Stephen... Based on our observations, based on the data that we have, what two, or at least what what's one that you would add back in to the bottom five? Yeah, this is going to be a very specific one, Jeff, because I feel like this was data that I personally collected was a lot of people like Pringles. You I know? love Pringles. You see them in all the races. Yep. But so Pringles are good, but one I want to exclude and that's plain Pringles. Oh, plain. So let me do you one even better. So we actually had the sour cream and onion. We had the cheese and then we had plain. Cheese went, couldn't keep them on. We, we literally would I open up the cheese. The cheese ones were gone. People scarfed those up. If there was not cheese, the sour cream and chives was there. And if they were the plain ones, they would look for a pickle. I mean, <laughs> they, they passed on the plain Pringles. So yeah. I, I'm going to personally take it upon all the trail running world and put plain Pringles in in the, in the bottom five. If you agree. I'm with you. I okay. totally agree. I it's, totally agree. We ratified it. It's there. Okay. The data don't lie. It, it doesn't. You cannot. The numbers don't the, lie. The numbers do not lie. So sorry, plain Pringles. You, you, you're you you're in the bottom five. Now. We love the Pringle, but the plain Pringles got to go. Yeah, and cheese Pringle, congratulations. You made it out. Queso, and, baby. Yeah, pretty much queso on the go. <laughs> Well, the other one that I would add, Stephen, this again, just based on what the supplies that we were given right, and what we put out in front of the runners, and this is a couple thousand people that came through, I don't think I saw a single person take any trail mix. Mm -mm. Maybe one. Maybe one. Maybe they picked out a raisin or two. I don't know. I think they were searching for the M&Ms. Maybe Maybe the (laughs) M&Ms, yeah. But the trail mix was not a popular item, and it was right there alongside everything else. Yep. Nicely displayed in little oh, cups. Oh, so well displayed. I mean, the lines were perfect, honestly. <laughs> they were perfect. <laughs> Equal numbers and everything and not touched. Not yeah. touched the whole two days. And some of you guys, if you call it gorp or whatever, just to help explain what it is, you know, the trail mix, it's got little nuts and raisins and things. It, it did not perform well. It was it was in, it was a bottom. If it was a salesperson, it would not be getting commission. It was, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it did not perform well. And they call it trail food. 
not for trail races. Sorry. No. 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 So, Stephen, do we want to add a bonus? Do you think there's a bonus to the bottom five? If you think back to what people didn't like, was there one that you say, well, this one might be on the at least be on notice to be in the bottom five there's one that i personally like so i kind of hate putting it on there but i don't know about you jeff you can you can contradict it but i I unfortunately think that chips ahoy i saw them sitting there they were so lonely they were very lonely they were seeing oreos (laughs) coming by and they kind of glanced over at the oreo and go i want to be an oreo one day and then they look back and, and they looked at each other and they're still sitting there um, at one point in time, I started trying to sell them uh, and market them. You did a them. good job, actually. And, and some did leave, but I think Timmy Time and I are the ones that actually consumed I think you did. most of the Chips Ahoy. So as much as it hurts me, I personally like Chips Ahoy. That's on notice. I think I think it's got a pink slip in its locker. It, it's it, close. It's close. It, it might need to just up its game a little it's bit. It's like in soccer, you get relegated, they may get relegated. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, Jeff, that was the one that I kind of had in my mind. Was there one that stood out to you at all? Or? No, that's a good one. You know, the gummy bears did okay. Mm. I think they're also somewhere in the middle, but I, do, I wouldn't put them in the bottom five. You know, the one that did really well that surprised me. Which one? Was the vanilla cookies. Remember the vanilla, like, is it an Oreo, vanilla Oreo or it's something? It's a vanilla Oreo. You're right. They flew off the shelf. They really did. If we could sell those as they were running by, we'd be millionaires. We had little individual packets, so we had to open all these up and put them in the cups. And uh, the the blonde, whatever they call them, the, yeah. the blonde Oreos, they they were gone. It was yeah, right along with the other Oreos. So equal, I think, equally popular. Yeah, which was a surprise to me. It was. Well, there you have it. Based on our data, based on our experience, that is our revised bottom five aid station foods. And with that, Stephen, it is time for episode number twenty-seven. Here we go. Well, Stephen, I'm very excited about this new segment. We're calling it Ask the Data Scientist. And it came about because we have these teams of data scientists. We've referred to them often on the show. They're they're part of our big ass running crew. They do a ton of work for us. You know, we, we didn't want to exclude them, but they're, they're just so smart. They have their TI, Texas Instrument Calculators, and they're always, you know, plugging away. I mean, what other calculators would you have in Texas? That's true. And, you know, they're the guys and gals that love trigonometry and calculus. They, they love the internets. And they love <laughs> the internets and they, they do algorithms. Yes. I mean, pivot tables. I mean, they're talking oh, about all these terms. You say pivot table and their heart goes fluttering. It I mean, crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, okay, guys, chill out. <laughs> Calm the flip down. Right. Exactly. Just, just put your formulas away for right now. They're, they are an, an integral part of what we do. And so having this podcast and Jeff, it's growing in got a lot more listeners and stuff. And, you know, I think it's kind of picking up some momentum, but People start to ask us questions, and of course, they recognize the uh, the authority and the knowledge we have. Clearly, oh, so obvious. I mean, yeah, so we we start getting people asking us, well, you know, what kind of gear should I get, or these, and and some questions are just really above our pay grade. That's true. That's true. We we don't get paid nearly as much as a data scientist, so we bring them in from time to time. So we got asked a question by one of our original listeners, Danny, and we thought, you know what? And she actually said this. She said, "Hey, I wonder what the data scientist would tell us about this topic." Yeah. So we thought it would be a good idea to start this. Segment 
segment because, I mean, lots of trail runners, whether you're new to trail running, you've been running around for a while, or you know what? Sometimes you're just running and you're on mile 15 and you just have like, I wonder what? Well, our data scientists raised their hands and they had their abacus and slide rules ready to go. And they said, you know what? We'll take on those tough questions and, and we'll answer them for them. So, yeah. So we got a question from one of our listeners and I thought it was a really good one. Yeah, I was running the Squircle, which is a square circle. Yes. Squircle. <laughs> Actually, one of our favorite runs. Lots of hills, lots of fun. When it's muddy, it's a great run. Yeah, if any of you guys ever come to Texas and come to this area, we'll, we'll take in a Squircle run. It's, it's fun. And running the opposite way was a great part of my, probably the highlight of my run was Danny and her friend, Runstoppable Mo. Yes. And Mo has a, is a runner, but she's fairly new to trail running. In fact, I think she just started trail running with Danny. And right. We're trying to get converts over to the trail running side. Get off the road and on the trail. That's right. And Mo asked Danny, why do trail runners wear trucker hats? It's a great question, isn't it? And I went, I don't know. But we know who does. But we know who might have the answer. Well, so Jeff, you're right. So we actually brought that back to our data scientist and said, hey, guys and gals, can you please turn the engines and and see what you find out? And so, Jeff, they actually came back with uh, a couple of, of plausible stories of, of what happened. Yeah, early on, I was hearing from the data scientists that there were two scenarios that they were running calculations on. They, were, they said they set up some sort of an algorithm and a pivot table for each, and they were running down these two scenarios. Are you aware what those two are? I do, yeah. And hey, guys, here's the thing. We, the last thing we want to do is spread misinformation. I mean, That's that, true. That, that we we want to be a credible source for these things. So, yeah. So the first one, Jeff, that they brought back after they crunched all the numbers was actually about a guy. I think it takes place back in 1976. Okay. Um, I think this guy was from maybe Alabama, somewhere in the South for sure. He'd grown up down in that area, had a pretty interesting life right around, I'd say maybe, you know, in his 20s or 30s, close to that time period. He went through a really gut-wrenching breakup with his girlfriend. Oh, no. And it really he really took it hard and was having a lot of anxiety over it and really just didn't want to do. So just like anybody, like you know, like we do, Jeff, you, you sometimes you know, running so good to kind of relieve what you're thinking about or at least process it, he decided to just start running. He ended up just kept on running, believe it or not. He kept running? Yeah, just kept on running. And like he ran for like three years straight. Wait. Three years straight. Three, three years straight. He kind of set out on this running journey. Yeah, it was. It's it's a really interesting story. And when he was running, I think did he did he play sports? Is that right? He or? Played, if you if it's the same person I'm thinking of, he played football, I believe. Yeah, maybe for Alabama. I think he played for Alabama. Uh, yeah, maybe by. Paul Bear Bryant or something like that. I think so. Yeah, I think he served in the military as well, had done some endeavors. I think he was in the seafood industry as well. Oh, that's right. I think he likes Dr. Pepper as well. He does. That's right. He was really heartbroken about this this breakup, just started running, and why he was doing that. He found it just useful to, to wear a trucker hat the whole entire time. So kept his, kept his hair out of his eyes. Yeah, his hair kind of got, he got the the COVID beard going and in yeah. hair. He was just heartbroken about about this whole situation. So he he basically was was running. He was running. Yeah. Well, what was his name? His name. Um, let me see if I can find it here. Look up. Look it up in the database. He's looking in the database. So his actually full name was Forrest Alexander Gump. 
Oh, Forrest Alexander Gump. Yes, I don't know if you guys have heard of him before. He he was the original runner with that with a trucker hat on. That day on, I was going somewhere. I was running. And I think though, Stephen, as I talked to some of the data scientists, and you know they're a little bit socially awkward, but what I could get out of them was they feel like there were other theories that might be a little bit more on point. Yeah, so that that was one of them. Another one was a, a few years after that where distance running really started to take off, especially in the United States around 1982. Trail running was just kind of, you know, becoming onto the scene, uh, especially, you know, doing ultra running. I mean, most people thought marathons were crazy, but then when they started seeing ultra marathons and so people started just realizing that they needed to run. Their training plans got longer and longer. So some of you guys know you're doing ultra runs. You you might get up in the 18, 19, 20 mile range for these training runs. Well, people didn't have a lot of trails to run on, Jeff. And so the, the, the theory that scientists were coming back was that they really had to take to the road, unfortunately, for some of these longer runs. Oh, boy. And you guys know the longer that you run, sometimes you have to get up really early, even before the sun comes out and you've got to run. Or sometimes if your work or family schedule doesn't allow, you got to do them late at night. So they would need to find these really long stretches of road and and begin to do these these longer runs. And so as they were running, the only other people that were on these long stretches of roads were actually truckers. Oh yeah, trucker. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, they, they were doing their hauls back and forth. They saw these these people in the eighties that were starting to long these long miles and kind of felt sorry for them because they were out there in all the elements. Like getting sunburn. Yeah, sunburn. It started to rain, and they kind of just had this compassion on them, so they'd pull over their trucks and then they would they would hand them their their hats basically and say, "Hey, I, sounds like yeah, you kind of need this for your the rest of your run. So why don't you?" Why don't you take my hat, basically, and wow. give him a hat and some beef jerky? <laughs> that's great. Some beer nuts. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's kind of the the other theory that came about that these uh, these truckers were just doing these acts of random kindness and, and giving trail runners these trucker hats, and and that's how they started to, to really. Well, that's great. Yeah, nice nice truckers out there. Yeah, I mean they're great people, really. <laughs> Indeed. So those were the those were the two theories. Although we did ask them, like you know, guys and gals, that that's really really good awesome job on the research but is there anything is there anything left that you guys could really find so they did do a little bit more research and and one other thing was when trail running really started to take place a lot of people who enjoyed hiking would already be wearing these kind of trekker hats because you know you do need protection from the sun yeah you need something that's breathable and hikers that were currently wearing trekker hats that were now converting over to trail running actually started doing that so visors really weren't working for them they needed something that was more breathable but most people don't want to run around wearing a visor (laughs) and it would get sunburned Trucker hats became a fad back oh. then, and then that fad just kind of stuck, and now we have trucker hats. I personally love trucker hats. I've got quite a collection now. I know you love them. So, in fact, Jeff, you're you're wearing one right now. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing a Territory Run Company one uh-huh. that I love. I don't love it forward, but I wear I wear mine mostly backwards anyway. I've got a big noggin. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpick. Well, that's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. 
And this one fits me really well backwards. I really like this one. And it breathes really, really well. It's soft. And you can also just dunk it in water when you sweat a lot, which, I'm, you know, even though it's a little bit colder now, I still sweat quite a bit because I'm a Clydesdale, Stephen. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're a free sweater. Yeah, I am a free sweater. You know, my theory was different than the data scientists. And we'll probably ask people on, on social media which theory they think is right. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know which one. I mean, the data scientists, you're still crunching some numbers, but those are the three theories. Well, my theory was because, you know, I am a Clydesdale. Mm-hmm. I'm always hauling a big rig around. Right. You know, myself. Right. And that's why I feel like a truck driver anyway. And so <laughs> that's why I personally would wear and. Am wearing a trucker hat. Yeah. So it was good to hear other theories that the data scientists were coming up with. You guys know that we also post a trucker hat of the week. So we try to do that and, and we'll we'll post a couple of our favorite ones. One of the ones that I love is by a brand that I really like called Patagonia. And they actually have a trucker hat called the Air Shield. Oh, yeah, it's it's a nice one, and I've I've got a couple of these because they're so comfortable. You can wear them out in the evening, or you can wear them on the trail. We've got some favorites there. So thank you, data scientists. These are just some things we do. And listen, if you guys have questions that you really want to know the answer to, like what does zero drop mean? Like if there's terms or things you've always wondered or something you want to ask the data scientist, please DM us. We'll let us know. We'll put our team to work and we'll get you those answers that you've just been vexing and waiting on. Vexing? We'll, vexing you. What yeah. does that even mean? I don't know. I heard it sometime before. I think <laughs> so. I think it's the thing that you're really thinking about but just can't shake loose. Uh, We're here to help you with that. Well, Stephen, that was awesome. That is Ask the Data Scientist. Well, Stephen, one of the things we love to do is give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there. And today we've got someone that is here in our area. Yeah, this is somebody that we've met several times before, and she does an amazing job. Just finished up her first 100K race and did a fantastic job. <laughs> so, who, Jeff, who, who do we have for, for this week? Yeah, we have Jen Kirkpatrick. Jen's a good friend, and she runs out at Irwin Park a lot where we run as well. And we got to see her accomplish that 100K along with her pacer, Jason. It was just great to see them out there, and she absolutely crushed it. In fact, When she came through the aid station the first time, she didn't even stop. She just flew right on by. And then the second time, we were able to serve her a little bit of chicken broth, and then she was off again, and she absolutely crushed it. I think she hit her time that she was going for. So just want to say, Jen, great job. Stephen, I'd be out at Irwin Park, and I'd see this person running, and she would pass me all the time. Like, who is that person (laughs) in the pigtails? And it was Jen, and she's great, and uh, just just a great runner, really strong runner, and did just a phenomenal job at Bandera. Well, congratulations, Jen, and way to go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Baser. (laughs) Marcy is back. Welcome back, Marcy. It's it's been a while, Thank actually. You. It has. I I thought you guys were done with me. Of Never. course not. 
<laughs> we may have been to the listeners. No, the livers demand, demand it. <laughs> they demand it. So I think we got some hate mail uh, since you haven't been on the show for a while. So, <laughs> Yeah, Marcy, I feel like you're a, a trail running veteran now. Now that you have experienced the greatness of the aid station at Bandera, and you did so well. Oh, thank you. Yes. That was definitely a team effort, and I, I did get to see what these people yeah. go through. It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, I definitely came to a conclusion. Uh oh, and you, it really, it really affirmed your your love, and uh, and you're like, it you know affirmed what? Something. Uh oh. Are we not making it past half a mile? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. Running is stupid. Oh my goodness. I mean, when I was bandaging people up and thinking you're going to go back again, I will oh, yeah. say the tenacity of those runners. Mm-hmm. Wow, I I truly was amazed with them and just their willingness to keep going. Right. There was a lot of blood. Yeah, you know, it's surprising <laughs> there were a few injuries. It's a rough course. It, it's a hard course, but it's also a rocky course. And if you fall, you're going to get tangled up pretty bad. Well, you did a great job. And I think for your first trail race, uh, volunteering, I mean, it was fantastic. It so. was fun. Yeah. It was really a lot of fun. I enjoyed blast. it. Yeah. We, had, we had a good time. Well, for those of you that are new to the show, we bring Marcy on from time to time. We have a little fun. Yep. Always a lot of fun. Always actually. had a lot of fun. <laughs> and Marcy is a, I'd say, pre-trail runner, a future trail runner. Budding. She is She's, a, yeah. a budding, budding. A, a budding aficionado <laughs> of trail running. After, oh, wow. after Bandera She's got this new profound respect. She does. She, I do have a respect. Yeah, she wants to dip her toes in the in the dirt a little bit and Ooh. say, you know, like, hey, Did you know that, Marcy? Were you aware never. of this? I'm totally making all this up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's no toe. pool. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I was gonna say, you don't want to dip your your toe in the in the water cooler. I mean, so yeah. <laughs> Which I did. <laughs> Just stir it up. We got so oh, busy. <laughs> Some some details of that weekend are now coming out. Right. But we're not supposed to come out. They don't call it tailwind for nothing. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, here's what we're going to do today with Marcy. So we we've been working with Marcy yep. on her trail running knowledge and her ultra running knowledge. It's expanding, just like the universe. It is growing it, like at a crazy. rapid rate. Yes, it's it really trying. is. It is trying. So, Marcy, what we have for you today? We've got five popular or at least big ultra races around the world. We're going to give you the names of these races, and then you're going to tell us a little bit about what you think that race might be like. Okay. Does okay. Yeah. Well, and just now yeah. that I'm a veteran, this shouldn't be tough. It yeah, should I be mean, easy. You should... I'm going to be nailed. Just be, put your finger on the ding, ding, ding button because oh, you're going to be yes. hitting it a lot. This right. one? That's okay. the one. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. okay. And just so you know, Marcy, so in trail running world, we're kind of starting into the season, basically. So they kind of, you know. A lot Winter? Of, well, yeah, that, that season too, but a lot of races are now starting. And oh. what's really cool is this year, they're actually live, as you know. Yes. So, yes. so this will be good because some people are kind of looking around for races that they want to run. So your description will really help will them. Help like, them know what they are getting totally, into. Totally seal the deal for them. <laughs> or like that one I'm signing up for tomorrow. I'm going to go to Ultra Sign Up, oh, find that one. So, okay. So, so tantalizing. You, oh, you're going to help people decide just okay. like that. So okay. yeah. So you're really doing a service, honestly. Well, yeah. You're welcome, America. Yeah. <laughs> we provide that kind of value on this show. That's right. There's just no doubt about it. <laughs> right. Now our Belgian friends, they may not, <laughs> they may not know what we're talking about. But they've got the waffles, so they're they're fine. Right, That's true. Yeah, and, and we the were, chocolate. 
<laughs> they just, got, oh, chocolate too. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Just imagine doing an eight station there. How delicious would that be? That would be oh. fantastic. Uh, they they the wouldn't want to. they would feel. Right. I would just DNF myself. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I'm like done. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. We've got, we're going to start with number one. Are you ready, Marcy? You I'm look ready. like you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. Here's the first one. Wasatch Front. <laughs> Without a doubt, you are running from Sasquatch during this oh, race. Oh, yes. I mean, without a doubt, because I'm pretty sure that's what kind of like their mating call is. Is Wasatch Front? Wasatch. Wasatch. <laughs> it sounds something along those lines. And I have heard that in the woods. I know this from experience. So oh, really? That's definitely... You may a, have to tell us a little bit more details about this experience. Well, this sounds like a hunting trip gone awry. <laughs> But many of them just don't go to the woods with Timmy time. I'm gonna just leave it right there. Don't go to fill in the blank yeah, with, with Timmy, Timmy time. time. Yeah, you that's probably anything. a good rule of thumb, right? Exactly. Yes. So, Stephen, do you want to share with uh, see how close Marcy came to the Wasatch Front? Yes. Well, yes. It's not an anatomical race, um, but mm-hmm. yes, it is. It's a hundred mile endurance race, Marcy. Ooh. So a hundred miles, and it's a you know obviously an ultra marathon. So anything over twenty six point two miles. Everything over half a mile yeah. is an ultra. Yeah. <laughs> you like you like the point two part, <laughs> right? Yeah, point two. The point, you know, because twenty six yeah. just won't do, right? Half exactly. Point two. And it's um, we'll get this. It's it's the first Friday uh, after Labor Day in the United States, and it's actually in Utah. So this is this is their slogan. So this is going to seal okay. the deal for you. You're gonna you're gonna want to sign. You're, up. You're I'm sign heading up. out there. You're signing up right now on your phone. <laughs> so right here, get, get your phone ready. Ultrasignup.com. Here we go. Um, Hundred miles of heaven and hell. Uh, I'm sure the hell part uh, uh, is correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there yep. you go. Is it Was, Wasatch Front? Wasatch. What is Wasatch? I believe that's the area of Utah that the oh, race is held. Oh, okay. I thought it was those watches you had in junior high. No, was... not the Swatch Watch. <laughs> oh. Swatch Watch yeah. race. Or the Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what? You totally nailed it. I'm going to have a hard time choosing between which race I'll be running. Right. Well, maybe But they... that's a contender for sure. <laughs> sure. Heaven and Hell is right yeah, there for you. Hell. Right there at the same time. Yeah. All together. So cookies and cream. Doesn't even make sense. Doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the second race. This one's going to be a fun one. I'm interested to see what you think this race is about. This is called the Spine Race. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, you've hurt think the spine, the spine race. That makes me think I have broken my back. Things have gone super awry. No, just pass. <laughs> so so pass. far, Wasatch is ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'll take I, that. Sasquatch chasing me any day through heaven and hell. I think only chiropractors can enter in this one. Is that right? (laughs) This is a chiropractor only race. Yes. Makes sense. Uh, Yeah. No, they actually have chiropractors at every aid station or comfort station. For for real? No. Oh, I was like, oh, really? (laughs) No. Totally made that up. The children believed you. (laughs) They were like, really? (laughs) If you say it with enough enough authority. Well, it worked. That's an adjustment. Oh my! To that, I'll be here all day. Thank you. That was a good one. Okay. Well, the spine race is actually a winter ultra marathon held over a distance of get get this, a distance of around around two hundred and sixty eight miles. What? 
Hello. Does that last all winter? Is that oh, why it's at winter race? Well, you actually do get seven days to complete it. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. That's so kind of them. And a golf cart. <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> it's from Edale, England to Kirk Yetholm, Scotland. I'm probably butchered that. Wow. We'll, we'll have uh, we'll have Trevor correct us on the the pronunciation there. Along the Pennine Way, participants are allowed seven days to complete the course. So somebody hit the map on that. How many miles a day is that averaged? Oh, that's a good question. Well, Where's that would your be data about 30, 30-ish, right? Yeah, so 10 would Over. be 26.8. That math I can do. Beyond that, I have no idea. Yeah, 30-something miles yeah, per o- day. Yeah, over 30 miles a day. Every day. Every day. In order? Yes. Consecutive? <laughs> Consecutively. Yeah. But you get seven uh, yeah. days, though. I mean, that's 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 good, right? Is there a golf cart? It's like cart? a whole week. I could do it with a golf cart. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what the train there is in Kirk Yedelham, <laughs> Scotland, but I mean... <laughs> They do have a lot of golf courses there. There you go. You know, so you <laughs> get that going for you. Yeah, exactly. You can bring your nine iron, you know, and knock out a few competitors. So, oh, so far, so far, the Sasquatch race. The Sasquatch run is that's where it's at. Okay. I mean, plus that's going to give you some motive to run. That's right. true. Right. If a Sasquatch is chasing you down. That's a good point. Yeah. It'd work for me. Yeah. yeah. I think at, at the end of this, you're going to need to tell us which one you're most likely going to sign up for. Okay. Yeah. So far, it's number one. Okay. All right. All right. Sasquatch front. Well, Marcy, number three, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. It's called the Badwater Ultramarathon. The Badwater Ultramarathon. Yes. Yeah. What is that about? Doesn't that sound tantalizing? Yeah. Like you just well, want well, to jump in there and run I that mean, one. I think Badwater, I think, uh-oh. This is something you drink. You've got the tainted water. This has kind of come out the other end. Ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking you better have a lot of orange beacons of light <laughs> on that road. <laughs> that is not going to go well. I mean, that's, I'm thinking bacteria. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking nothing good. I'm thinking you're wishing you had COVID up in here at that point because <laughs> now you got bacteria and you don't know how those parasites grow in there. It's terrible. Oh, it is I don't terrible. want to do it. I'm out. You're I'm out. not doing number three. So <laughs> Wasatch is still number one. <laughs> Without a doubt. That's just right after the tapeworm 5K. <laughs> yes, pretty much. You want to break your spine or you want a tapeworm? I mean, these are not well named, I don't feel like. <laughs> Oh, Stephen, you want to tell her a little bit about bad water? Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure they have great aid stations and plenty. Don't drink the water. But yeah, actually, in this one, you you may have to. So this is called the world's toughest foot race, Marcy. Oh. So um, it's not that bad. It's it's only 135 miles. But it's not too bad in these races you've been talking about. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little bit less. But it it starts at 279 feet um, below sea level. And then you go through Death Valley in California. <gasps> Ouch. What? Yes. Ouch. But here's the kicker. After you go through Death Valley, then you got to climb 8,360 feet up to the trailhead to Mount Whitney. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. What have you done in your life that you feel like you have to punish yourself like this? To run this race. Oh, it gets worse. It's like, oh, like yeah. flogging. But wait, there's more. Oh, wait, no, there's, there's more. more? It gets worse, yeah. Marcy. So t- take a listen to this. This is awful. Yeah. So the extreme temperatures, and this happens in mid-July. <gasps> yeah. So mid-July and Death Valley, which... You are... It's like 182 degrees. How about 130? How about 130? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. You could, you could cook something while you're running. You How know? many people die during this race? <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure. I, I think know. we need to look that up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole point, though. Very to few die? people actually finish. Well, no, not to die, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> that is not the point. Sorry, no, that is not the point. The, the point of finishing without dying, but yeah, very few people are actually capable of that finishing it. So. is the craziest thing I have yeah. ever heard. Right, so... Hopefully, there's lots so you guys of water doing that there? this year. No, I uh, no. do that one. <laughs> no, I yeah. don't even think I'd want to do a comfort station there. No, I don't want to drive that one. That's uh, brutal. No, yeah, no. When your comfort station's in Death Valley, I don't know. I'm just thinking. There's just yeah, it's like trying to find a comfort station in hell. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> they just don't they exist. Don't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Not a, yeah. I wow. Don't know. Yeah. That. I mean, seriously, that one. You just really gotta. Could we get anybody listening to this who has ever done this race? I feel like they need to call in at some point. And they do I need feel to call like, in. Yeah. Or I'll pay for some therapy for you. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> Something has. That is tough. Yeah. I mean, just the elevation Inhuman. alone, much less the. I mean, once you get that high up, I mean, you got to be freezing cold. So you've got to have a crew or something like that. Uh, all the water, all the clothes, that kind of stuff. It's, that's crazy. There's that's- not enough Sasquatches chasing you on that one. <laughs> going, I can tell you that right now. They would need to pick you up and carry you yeah. through that one. Right, exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, that brings us to number four. Yes. Number four, Marcy, is the Rapa Nui Grand Trail. <laughs> the Rapa Nui. What do you think about that one? <laughs> wow, this sounds like it's in the Yucatan Peninsula. Oh my. Maybe Cabo? I feel like that could have been anywhere. <laughs> it's a party, is what I'm thinking. It was. Yeah, it was that, that definitely, definitely a party. That was pretty talented. <laughs> I'm <you>. impressed. <laughs> I don't know. That one sounds like a good time. Okay. It sounds like a good time. This might be the leader this, this in the clubhouse. Be, yeah, this could comfort be the... stations are party zones similar to ours in Bandera. Yes. But maybe a little warmer. It seems like a warm climate, but not like a death climate like we've been speaking of. But wow. I don't know. This this is sounding You're actually getting pretty lovely. You're getting really close maybe to You this. really are. A beachside jog uh, that's maybe... 1.7 miles. Well, it might be a little, little longer, longer than, that. than that, but not as long as do some tell, of the ones. Do tell, do tell, because This is, this is the shortest one, one so far. Yeah, so this is an 80K ultra marathon. what y'all have been talking about. Right, right. It takes place on Easter Island, Ooh. which is in the Valparaiso region of Chile. Chile. You guys know the island with all the crazy heads on it? Yeah. That's Easter That's Island. Yeah. That's Easter Island. That's where all the Caterberry eggs come from, too. It's, oh, yeah. And the Easter Bunny lives. <laughs> well, supposedly. Supposedly. It, it's kind of like the North Pole, but for You're Easter Bunny. You're not supposed Bunny. to tell people. <laughs> it's supposed to be oh, a secret. Gosh, Man. Gosh, yeah. Gosh. Okay. Okay. So it's an exotic trail. So you're right about that. This exotic trail, far out in the Pacific Ocean, takes in the famous Maui statues of the island. No. I don't think I said I that right would. still. No, no. that's okay. <laughs> Moai. Just Moai. call it the big heads. And the big heads. Talking about. <laughs> the big, I have a big head. I should, I should do the this big race. Stone heads. Big head of Jeff Harrell out there, right there on the end. Oh, it's right here, flopping around with my wobbly torso. And your melon and hat. And your COVID and my toes. My melon hat. My COVID toes. Hey, it's the life of a Clydesdale. What are you going to say? Yeah, that so one the leader, sounds right? nice. Yeah. It's in the Pacific. I would I would do a comfort station there. Okay. Yeah. There you go. But is that I mean do, where where do you stay? Like do you just camp or is there is there like a Motel 6 on Easter Island I don't or know. I would 
think there's probably like some really cool eco lodge up in that joint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. You know, there'd be something. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, people are going there for vacations. I would assume. I'm just imagining like you walk in and they have just jelly beans everywhere. Yeah, you know, and what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> maybe I just want some candy or something like that. <laughs> I think this is a good one. I think you nailed yeah. this one. It's very. I mean, it's it's the most tropical one. So. You got that. I was, you you. Ding, 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 Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel on. like that was a win. There we go. That was a win. Yeah, I think that's close enough. I, okay. I think. I think if you're going to run 80k, you might as well do it on, an, a, on a, an egg hunt on a, on a, <laughs> on a tropical <laughs> island with big fat stoneheads. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Do they play the Rolling Stones? I don't know. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> At least you knew the Rolling Stones. Well done. Oh, I know. Your Isn't education. He really oh, is. My gosh. I feel like I'm just. I'm just beginning. Just I'm blossoming. I'm just, Our boy is blossoming. I'm just but beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, do you want to talk about number five? We're already at number five. These yeah. are so fun. Number five. All right. So, Marcy, we have one last one for you to look at, and this one actually, I think you'll you'll. It sounds pretty good. It's called the Two Oceans Marathon. Two Oceans Marathon. Yeah, not just one, but two oceans. Two. Is that in a sentence? Dose. Yeah. Um, it originates from the word marathon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Marathona. <laughs> Marathona. Which is, which is Greek, right? Um, it means 26.2 miles of hell. <laughs> is the and heaven. And heaven. Don't forget the, about heaven. Two Ocean Marathon. <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, I feel like I know this one. Really? Really? I do. I feel like it's run in Florida. Okay. And you run between the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow. Did I hit that one? Like, do you do like, like, like you run on the water? If you're Jesus. <laughs> That's true. But I think the rest of them are probably on land. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I, I could see that. You know what? That sounds like a lot of fun. Yes. So it's case. like coast to coast. Really? Oh, I see where she's going. Oh, yeah, like, that's what I was kidding. I thought you were talking about you just cut across the Gulf. <laughs> no, she's, like, she's saying no, from, from it's like Houston to Florida. To, 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 You're running across Florida from one side of the ocean to the other. That's ocean. right. Oh, I got you. Yeah, very Am good. Am I just explaining to you what this race is really about? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> is it in Florida? I think this is where you want to go back to Florida State. <laughs> I think this, this, this is it's what all we would have done circle. had I been in the underwater archaeology program like I should have been. I know. This is, I think this is for two. There is a peninsula involved. <laughs> okay. And it is in the south. But it's not in the south of the United States. Huh? I'm just trying. No. I'm just reaching. There's, okay? a, there's a cape. It's near a famous cape. And, and it, there's a town in that cape. Cod? Uh, <laughs> Batman? <laughs> um, cape Cod is a beautiful place. <laughs> that is, actually. It's, no, that's great. No, I, I was going for Cape Town, South oh. Africa. Africa. Yeah. Africa. Yes. yeah, which is gorgeous. So, yeah. well, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, I, I've only seen pictures, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is a 56 kilometer, 35 mile ultra marathon. Now, they do have a half one. So that interests you. There you, you. go. Half, there is, there's not a, a half mile. No. A, oh, you almost had me. Did you see me light up? They have a half? Yeah. 20, 21 kilometers. Oh, yeah. So okay. are they hitting two oceans? That's my question. Well, um, it's known as the world's most beautiful marathon because it actually is on the Cape Peninsula. So, yes. So the that's a yes. yes. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. I'm going to give myself a look. Oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> 
Put your hand off the I'll buzzer, Marcy. Just, it, just so you guys know, Marcy's relegated to pushing her own buttons here. <laughs> you know what I think about that? That's what I think about that. You give Marcy an inch and she goes, literally. Oh, there she goes. She's back. She's back. This the- is the only time Marcy goes a mile when you give her an inch. <laughs> That's true. So true. I, I think you. you did really well, though. I think you did. Well, you know, These are hard. These were not were, well known. There was not a lot to work. I kept waiting for that golden ticket to come up. I'm oh, like, the Western oh, States. Oh, very oh, good. Good They memory. think I'm not going to know. Right. But I, I knew that one in Bandera. And, and Bandera. You would have <laughs> right. known Bandera. That two could show up. I could Rocky know. Raccoon, okay. you would have known. There you go. Right. I yeah. mean, I've set up like hotel rooms for you guys there. So, That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like I was there running it with you. <laughs> so close to being we there. We felt you there yes. at every comfort yes. station. We heard this, to stay. this voice, quit, just quit. Stop. Just oh, you know quit. what? Though? Look at, look at this all the Oreos. This is so stupid. <laughs> Sit down and have a snack. You remember last year when we went to the Rocky Raccoon yeah. and we went into our Airbnb? What did it say? Yes. Welcome, Marcy. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. They wrote on the board, Welcome, Marcy. And we're like, Marcy ain't here running this race. We put that thing down. I erased it. She erased, erased it. it. Marcy Schmarcy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Marcy, so I, well, let's just kind of recap. So we have the Wasatch Front, which is the number two right. on my race. Oh, really? Oh, so you've, you've already do. stacked ranked this. Oh, she, yeah. She's ready. Okay. Oh, yeah. The spine race was not ranked. Uh, okay. <laughs> unranked. <laughs> Previously known as unranked. <laughs> the Rapa Nui Grand Trail race. We passed on that one as well. Uh, oh, I th- no. I thought that was the party. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, wow. I was like, well, maybe. That was know, the party one. Never mind. Yeah, that was the party Which one. The, oh, the. Badwater? That was the one you wanted. That was the Heaven and Hell one? Uh, um, no, but that was more like Hell because yeah. that's the Death Valley. Death Valley. Yes. No, yes. We're not going there. And then the Two Oceans. Two Oceans is lovely. Is that is that it's your finalist? Lovely. No, the party is my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're off to Chile. <laughs> we're going to Chile. Chile. Yay. <laughs> oh. Well, Marcy, considering this, I think you did an amazing job. I really guys. did. I, Always I, the encouragers. Yeah. Really you know what? Well. If, if there's like a future Bureau of Tourism for, for trail races. <laughs> I'd be in it. I think she president. could be in that. Yeah, okay. president. She yeah. could like, book the don't rooms. Don't do that one. <laughs> but I can't get your rooms. I can get your rooms, I, I get your rooms anywhere rooms you want to go. And stop at mile four. <laughs> and come That's back home. That's kind of reaching. That's kind of reaching. <laughs> oh, sooner than mile four? <laughs> 1.7. Uh, 1. That's 7. been the max so oh. far. But you've worked up. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is breaking news. Yeah, rewind the bum, 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 bum. Breaking news, No, okay, last. I told you guys about it. You said one point. You went from one to like 1.5. Well, I guess I'm just lying then. 1.7. No, 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 no. There was a 1.7 in there. That's fantastic. When did I send you the picture? Thank you, Stephen. No, exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> I said it. That, yeah, I, that counts. That right. counts on my board. Yeah, his board. You got to no. go up when you say it too. Right? Fantastic. <laughs> Marcy's holding up fingers now, like, like a scoreboard. How, how many times we're going to say fantastic? And with that, it's Marcy, baby. Thank you, Marcy. Great to have you. Can we get one of those last twirls? <laughs> Well, Stephen, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 27. It was a great episode. We learned so much from the data scientists. Yeah, I just want to say thanks to that team and and after all the research with the aid station food. We just hope that you guys appreciate all of this 
this wisdom and knowledge and data that we're able to provide. And of course, it's always great to hear from Marcy Baser. I think she's got her first ultra race picked out now. I know. That's a little bit of a ways to go, but I think she'll she'll make it. But with that, we you know last time, Stephen, we asked folks to write written reviews on Apple, and we got quite a few. So we just wanted to say a really heartfelt thank you for everyone that took some time to do that. Sheila wrote one. Harrison wrote one. Uh, Run for Fun. Issam82, Isa D, Roger Adamay. We know there's names behind all these names on Apple. Right. But we just want to say thank you very much. You guys gave us really kind words. And we're, again, very thankful for each and every listener out there. Yeah, we're really humbled by that, guys. And just want to say thank you. It really is the best thing for us and lets us to um, let more people know about the podcast. So we just want to say thank you for, for doing that. And if, if, you, if you hadn't had the opportunity to do one and you want to be like Sheila or Harrison or Run for Fun, we just ask that you just write a review, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. And it really does help more people know about that. Obviously, you can tell a friend as well, too. But again, we're just humbled and really excited about the podcast and, and seeing it grow. And just want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We know many of you guys listen to it while you're running. So hopefully we're keeping you entertained and getting your mind off the pain. <laughs> But we really appreciate it and, and thank you guys so much. So, Jeff, with that in mind, I think we'll go ahead and finish up episode number 27. Go out there, guys. Keep running those trails. And keep running your asses off. Uh, what was that, Jeff? Um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I can hear, hear, hear you, 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 you in the garage. Hold right, on. Right, Joe's got to go get some milk. Well, Stephen, that was a lot of information. Stephen, that was fun. Stephen, that was amazing. I can't believe how great that was. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, he's cracking himself. He's up. cracking he's himself like, no, up. No, it's dirty, but not that kind of dirty. It's uh, dog poo poo dirty. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, she said poo poo. You can't poo-poo. say poo poo on this show. Mm-mm. This is a family show. This is dog a family dirty. show. Dirty. He surprising. Shocking. Shock. You, I'm surprised he even has a chair. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. There's a seatbelt on his. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. We have one at home, too. It's like one of those high chairs, but for Tim. It's like one of those bumbos. <laughs> it's got the little, little retractable leash. Right. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Come here, Tim. What? Come here. Come here. Get a snow cam. Come back we over. really do say. <laughs> Whose turn was it to watch Dad? Where did Dad go? It was your turn to watch Dad. Well, Steve, you know what time it is? Jeff, what time is it? Wait, it's not Timmy time. That's the wrong intro. That's the wrong intro. Wrong person. Wrong person. We have a different member of the family here. That's the heaven and hill part. I mean, that's the part where it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason why those words are so similar. Hill and hell. Hill and hell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we like Utah. We like Colorado. We like that area. Right. It's fan, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> one. Actually, <laughs> actually, two. I said it earlier. I missed the first but you one. You missed it. Everyone missed two. it. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank we'll, goodness. We'll be keeping track. Yeah, we got your yeah, dowling. Well, you know, it's going to happen. I married lot. one. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she just one-upped you. That's yeah. right. What else you got? What else I you just, got, bro? I just... I dipped my toe in the shot I went. I didn't go all in. I mean, I he dipped his COVID toe, toe in there. And, <laughs> right. Oh, wait. Whoa. What's going on? I'm not touching it. Uh, uh, the, oh. The.